Welcome into the Snapped Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluber, and I'm a former Division I athlete turned entrepreneur. I run my own fitness and nutrition coaching business, as well as a sports media brand that produces podcasts, sells merchandise, and creates exclusive paid content. The fun part is I don't really know what I'm doing as a business owner. I'm just figuring it out day by day. This show, Snapped, acts as an audio journal for my thoughts and ideas on fitness, health, business, mindset, and whatever else I find important on the pursuit to personal happiness and a balanced life. I hope you can take something from the show that makes your life a little bit better. And regardless, I'm just happy you're here. Let's have a day. Let's go. Welcome in to the Snap Podcast episode, whatever, 125, somewhere in the 120s. And uh, we're back. Again, for another episode. Feels good. Feels good to have consistency, repetitiveness in a good way. Like, hey, the Snapped listeners, the listeners of this show can rely on an episode each week. The topic of today's show is going to be what? It's going to be, I don't even know if there is one. I'm just going to talk. I do want to touch on patience today. I want to touch on staying the course as I like to do on this show. I I try to bring relevant topics that are kind of poking their head up out of the ground in my life each week. And I think this week is there, there isn't really a big one other than I am lifting weights again. It's a big, big development in my own personal exercise, my daily exercise, for those who have followed the last couple months, I wonder and have been wondering the past couple weeks if my mindset or my mental approach, mental approach, my mental block to exercise and training has actually been what's keeping me back. Clearly in the beginning, when I hurt my back, it was physical. There was some type of damage or deviation from the norm in my skeletal muscle structure system. I was actually hurt. Sometimes I wonder, especially in the back, which is kind of a finicky place to have injuries, how much of me mentally thinking that I'm hurt, thinking that I'm still injured, believing and telling myself that I am not capable of lifting weights yet. How much of that self-talk and that mental thought process is actually what's keeping me back versus my back actually holding me back? Like, was, was my back structurally ready to start lifting weights up? two or three weeks ago, a month ago. Maybe not. Maybe I'm really just listening to the the pain signals and what feels good and and this is the correct time frame of me returning. But I I, I often wonder, because the mind is such a powerful thing, is it just that I was hurt for so long, two and a half months, that I just started to believe that I was just not like a little bit of pain and just I guess can't do it. I think we've started to answer those questions and at this point it doesn't matter because the last few days I have touched a barbell. Yesterday I snatched 205 pounds from the floor, full explosive movement, catch at the bottom. Essentially the most technical lift you're going to get. 
And not only that, but it's one of the most explosive in all of weightlifting. And if any movement outside of going heavy as hell on just traditional deadlift was going to hurt me or, or cause me problems with the issue I've been having, it would be an explosive snatch from the ground. And I felt no pain. So I would say we're close. You know, I think I've given a percentage on this podcast several times. I think I think I told my wife that we're at 85% a couple days ago, maybe this past weekend. I, I think I think we might even be closer to 90% now. That obviously makes me really happy. And I think the thing to talk about really is how do we deal with setbacks like that? I know I've I might have even touched on a on this topic already as a main episode, but I think I have some some different additional thoughts to it here. How do we maintain our, our sanity, really? How do we maintain an exercise routine? How do we maintain spirit when you're not at 100%? Because in reality, are we ever? I mean, hell, you guys have listened to, for those who are the OGs of this show, I think I started this thing Gosh, I want to say this is over two years old, this podcast. You know, maybe going on three years. And yeah, it is going on three years, I believe. I've talked about how beat up I've been, nature of CrossFit training and, and someone who's trying to compete at the level I am. I talk about how beat up I am all the time. So am I, am I ever really 100%? Is anyone ever really 100%? You don't get the proper amount of sleep or nutrition or hydration the day before, you know, like it's, it's never going to be perfect. Sometimes it's just a lot more evident, evident than others. Like when we bounce a deadlift and we blow our back out and it takes us not just to somewhere in the nineties, but it takes us to like 20 or 30% capable. Right. And I guess when we get big chunks like that, how do we maintain the sanity uh, and the patience to just keep trucking? Because it's really disheartening. It's extremely disheartening. And it sounds simple, but I think the way you do it is you process the negative emotion there. You process the the sadness and the, oh, I can't do this, woe is me. And once you're done processing that, processing it, you lay out what you are capable of still. What can I do? For me, fortunately... And it was really hard because, and I don't want to, I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal here, but for someone who's like, you know, whose average workout routine is, Hey, you know, I, I work out three days a week in the gym and the other four days I take a walk for a half hour and that's my thing. And, you know, I hurt my back so I can only do the walks now and I can't work out for my three 30 minute sessions each week. That sucks. That sucks for that person. That cuts them way back from their norm. But relatively, they're not missing out on a ton, right? And in my situation, or a competitor situation, an athlete situation, you know, I was, uh, when I got hurt, I was training upwards of 20 hours a week. I mean, this was a legitimate part-time job for me. And I, and I wish it to be. I want it to be a part-time job. I am thriving when I'm training 15 to 20 hours a week. So when I got cut back to five hours a week, 
the for I think the first week or two, it was like three to five hours a week. That is a significant step back mentally, especially for someone who's always trying to push the envelope forward. The, the sport of CrossFit is there are so many things that you can be good at or that you could be tested on so many skills, so many different lengths of, of uh, aerobic endurance, anywhere from two to three minute sprints to max lifts to eight minute timeframes, 20 minute timeframes, potentially upwards of 30, 45 or an hour timeframe. There's so much to work on that you can never, you're always pushing the envelope forward. You're always trying to get better at everything. So when you get hurt and now you're reduced to just pedaling a bike for three to five hours a week, well, it feels like you're getting worse at everything. Fortunately, we were able to do a bunch of the zone two stuff that I've talked about. But I think the reset that I had a couple of weeks when I, you know, when I went and got the body fat tested, which I think I'm going to go back in three months and six months, six months and a year makes sense, but I can just go buy more. I mean, it's just money, right? I can just go buy more DEXA scans. Um, I'm really curious to see what the progress made in three months, six months, uh, which will be like December, maybe buy another three pack and see what it's, it looks like at like nine months a year. And then after that, we'll see if I go another six months after that. But um, that reset that I did sort of at the beginning of July was a bunch of stuff that was still in my control. A bunch of stuff that I know as a fitness coach and a health, a health and nutrition coach uh, that matters. And that when done consistently, makes a huge difference. I think back to when I initially lost all of my weight. For those that are unaware or don't know my, well, I guess we'll call it my recent history, starting to get fucking up there in age. Uh, when I was 23 years old, I finished playing college football. The football career ended. I was 243 pounds. Uh, an intentional 243 pounds. I was eating basically every calorie I could every single day to try and make that weight just to to be bigger for the NFL, potentially. I went from 243 to all the way down to 182, I believe, was the lowest the scale ever said. So that's a 61-pound weight loss. Um, I got down to, you know, I probably lost 40 of that, almost down to 200 by simply not eating as much. And I bring that up because I think sometimes I even forget as the fitness and, and health and nutrition guy that, yeah, it's great when you're able to go for your walks and get your workout in and get your cardio in and get your lifting in and hell, get your sauna and your ice bath and uh, your stretching and your recovery and, and your sleep and your hydration just eat less or just eat more. Nutrition is such a big lever that you can pull. And it's something that you always have control over. Always. Sometimes it's a little bit more annoying than others. You have to take into consideration this, plan ahead here, plan ahead there. But you almost always have some idea, some form of control of your nutrition and what goes into your body. And it can do so much for you. Right. And we, we, we locked that down about 50 days ago now. 
I guess we did 22. So yeah, like 45 days ago when we re we kind of made this reset. Um, I'm able to do push-ups, pull-ups, some, some simple body weight movements. So I'm do, so, so why not do them every day? Get, get your 200 push-ups in, get a bunch of ab, uh, toes to bar, uh, crunches, sit-ups in, get some pull-ups in hydration. Just because my back is hurt doesn't mean I can't drink my gallon of water each day, right? That's in my control. Consistency. What else? Sleep. I've always been pretty good at sleep. You know, probably getting around seven hours over the last, you know, since <clears throat> I would say in the last four to five months, but hey, push for seven and a half, push for eight hours. All of these things I can do, even though my back was hurt. And then training wise, do what I can get on the bike. If all I can do is about an hour a day of zone two cardio sitting on a bike, then do it. And that's what I started doing. And I, and I did my body weight movements and I was drinking my, I've been drinking my water. I've been eating and tracking my food. I've tracked my steps, my food within the food, my protein, my workouts, my water every day, my weight every day that I could for the last 45 days. And that patience, right? I still haven't been able to hit the workouts that I'd like to hit. I'm nowhere close to even 12 hours of training a week again. That's not true. I'm probably close to 10. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not even up to 12 to 14, 15 hours a week, let alone that 17 to 20 hours a week that I'd like to, to maintain when I'm not injured. But I'm doing what I can. And by just being patient, and controlling what you control, what you can control, something that coaches will tell athletes a lot. Two things that you can control, always, no matter what, your attitude and your effort. Similar concept here. Sure, you can control your attitude and your effort, effort in pursuing your health goals. You can always control your attitude. You have the choice. But specifically in health and fitness, you can always control your hydration. You can always control your nutrition. You can always, you can almost all the time control your sleep. If you look far enough ahead, you plan ahead. And unless you are in a fucking car accident, there is almost always something that you can do exercise wise, regardless of the, uh, of the worst case scenario where you get injured. You can control all of that. The all or nothing mindset in nutrition, health, fitness world is a killer because, and I, I fall victim to it too. If you don't have the ability to do everything you want to do, right? If you don't have, some people are like, oh, I want to eat clean. They have one bad meal. Like son of a bit. Like now mentally for them, they feel like, well, I already fucked this meal up. So today is ruined. And your body just does simply not work like that. It does not respond like that. It's fluid. Oh, I didn't get my hydration in today. This week is ruined. I'll start next week. No. You could start literally right now. You control what you can control. Nutrition, sleep, hydration, whatever you can do in a workout. And not only will those things start to pay off, you will start to see the results of that. But mentally, it gives you something to anchor to 
to make you feel like you are putting in the effort. You are doing well. You are being consistent, being disciplined to something, which I promise will make your mental health better, the the mental side of things. So patience today. Patience and controlling what you can control, which is always something. Um, like I said, we're about 45 days into that reset that I, I talked about, and we did a little body fat uh, episode uh, around that time. Uh, 16.3% body fat was what I measured back when I did that. And I would have to guess that we're down somewhere around 15% already. If I, you know, probably... You guys are going to, it's going to be a fun time going over the data because I already kind of looked at it today. Um, You would be fucking amazed at how, I don't know if I, if you want to call it my metabolism, but essentially it is your, your basal metabolic rate, whatever you burn each day, whatever you want to call that number. I call it a BMR. Um, How much your body's burning each day. I've increased that number by over 500 calories in, uh, in just about a month, in just the last really 20 some days. Pretty impressive. Uh, not so, something I knew, you know, the, I, I know the metabolic rate is and how much you're, you're burning on a daily basis is, is extremely variable and uh, malleable as in you can't, you have a lot of control over it. I didn't know it was this malleable. And for me, I might be a, a, a bit of an extreme case because I was, you know, probably up were up in the four thousand area burn, and because I had stopped working out completely and was eating like shit, I had brought myself down closer to three thousand. So I probably can shift up and down a little bit uh, more and quicker than than a lot of people. But it's crazy what you can do if you're just consistent with all the shit that I just talked about. I uh, I'm very excited to see what the body fat looks like in another month and a half. I think we'll be somewhere down in the 14 range. I really do. Uh, and ideally, we do that um, while also gaining weight. You know, I'd like to, now that I can lift weights now, you know, the, the lifting routine is probably going to fully start next week. And I'm, I'm hopefully going to gain pounds on the scale, go from 192, I think it was 192.4, somewhere around there when I, well, no, just, I was. Uh, yeah, I don't know where it says it on here, but I, I was something like 192 when I did this thing, and I will be 195 the next time we measure, and hopefully two to three percent less body fat. The shit's easy, people. You just have to commit and do it. Patience, controlling what you can control, being thankful for what you can do, right? Um, we'll talk more about what my training looks like next week. Maybe a little self update there. Uh, got a lot of topics again to just randomly throw in here, but I'm excited. Um, my cardio is great because I've been doing so much cardio over the last few months and, uh, I'm excited to get back under the, the barbell for those who understand that because, uh, the barbell can be therapy in a way for those, if you know, you know. Uh, and I have lost some muscle, right? I've, I've lost a little muscle. I've, uh, you know, 205 snatch yesterday felt like uh, more like 235 a few months ago, right? The, the clean and jerk is going to feel a little bit heavier. I'm, I'm most likely going to have lost somewhere around five to 8% of my strength uh, 
over the last 75 days. Um, so it's time to build that back up. When you are an athlete and you do this on a regular basis and you don't take, you know, six month, year long, five year, decade long breaks, your body does bounce back pretty quick. So I expect my body to be uh, as strong as it was back in May, um, probably by the end of the year, maybe sooner. Uh, just got to stay healthy, can't get hurt, and we, uh, we keep pushing the envelope forward. So the message today, be patient, control what you can control. Discipline, consistency, it will work. Talk to you next time. Peace.